0: welcome back to the world's collide podcast i am one of your hosts mandy and um this guy with me what's your name again dude Uh, billy oh billy okay hi billy (laughs) how you doing
1: i'm michael i'll be your other host
0: (laughs) all right guys i know i know i know we we've really screwed up you know we said last time we were gonna Be getting on this nice, steady little schedule, but life is just not working out that way. Our schedules are not lining up the way we had hoped. So, life ain't happening. Yeah. It ain't ain't (laughs) happening. Exactly. (laughs) So, for for now, what we're going to promise is that we will just put one out as often as we can. Okay, guys? So, there's there's that
1: <laughs> and then maybe we'll be able to get on a regular schedule if we don't promise a schedule
0: yeah and <laughs> in all seriousness we are trying life uh has just been kind of kicking us a little bit but we're kicking back and we're gonna we're gonna get this shit straight one way or the other we promise swear to god okay just be patient with us um the other thing i want to tell you guys before we jumped in on this is we are going to be putting up a video uh, over on our Patreon, and I'll include that link somewhere right in here to our Patreon. Uh, we haven't recorded it yet. We're going to do it either tonight or tomorrow, and it will be going up on our Patreon, um, on our Worlds Collide YouTube channel, and possibly my channel, maybe Michael's channel. We'll just kind of kind of have to see. And it's really about. Um, our parent company, CM Stars Creations, overall, um, what the plans are for IT, and which also includes plans for Worlds of Clyde. So, if you guys feel like it, y'all can go check that out. Once we get it done and get it up, I'll come back and put a link to that somewhere in here. So, there you go. (laughs) All right, Michael, we got a lot to unpack.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, we said last time that we were going to try not to be all negative.
0: But it seems like all the internet wants to dish <laughs> out is negative, 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 negative.
1: The internet's and, being a negative Nancy. Imagine that. I no don't oh, any Nancys out there.
0: And it's no surprise that Facebook is one of the leading negative Nancys in the world. Facebook never failing to disappoint with the hateful just smart ass, rude comments. It's oh god, it's a cesspool of idiots. Sorry if you use Facebook, you're not an idiot, but you know what I'm talking about. Y'all, y'all have seen the people I'm talking about. I, know I resemble
1: you that remark.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I'm referring to in this instance, although you know, Facebook puts a lot out there to refer to. Uh, there was an article posted as you know, a lot of y'all know. I am originally from down around Tennessee, Alabama, and I still, you know, follow some of the news stations from down there, just kind of keep up with what's going on, you know, and they had put up a story on their Facebook page, one of the uh, news channels from down to Alabama about a young mother of three who was facing eviction after, after the whole eviction moratorium was listed. Lifted, excuse me, can't talk. Words tonight. are hard. Yes, words. It's just too big a word. Too big a word. <laughs> but um, she had actually been employed, um, worked as, if I remember correctly, a dealer at casinos in um Vegas, and you know, of course, Corona hit casinos kind of hard, and a lot of those folks lost their jobs, and she was one of them. Well, she had. You know, put up a GoFundMe trying to get help. She had gotten a twenty four hour eviction notice with those three babies and she needed help. But um she a local news station somehow, you know, got a hold of her story. Um CNN got a hold of it. It was featured and she ended up raising much more than what she had actually originally needed. Um, I think it ended up getting to be over two hundred thousand dollars, something like that. Ain't that right, Michael?
1: Last time I checked, yeah, the uh, I think the next day it was at like seventy thousand, or that that same day maybe it was It got up to seventy thousand, and the next day it hit like over two hundred thousand.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure what
1: what it ended up at, but
0: yeah. So uh, you know, a lot of people opened their hearts and their wallets to help this woman, and the comments on this article, and I'm going to be putting some of them up. And there's one in particular I really want to discuss. Um, one lady, Tracy Mackie Weinstein. I'll uh put a screenshot of her comment and um her profile and everything up here because you know I used to wouldn't do stuff like that, but the way I'm looking at it now is if you're gonna post a horrible, nasty comment publicly, it's you're fine with calling, calling your ass out publicly, yes. <laughs> so she put up, I pass by help wanted signs every day, just saying with uh, a, a little gif of somebody sitting there with their lip poked out and that's like they're crying uh and if you go look at this woman's (laughs) this woman's profile herself all she does this is obviously a very privileged woman because everything is about her next vacation her next trip to vegas her next trip to florida this trip that trip but yet then also dogging people that she thinks aren't working or um like this one we had a great trip and drive home the restaurant situation was not as negative as i heard my biggest complaint is cracker barrel in rainbow city stopped in around nine today food was mediocre and the service the same i guess at least they are working and it's like really lady your privileged ass is gonna sit here and pass this judgment okay whatever
1: yeah, yeah. Who put who put her on the board of directors to make these calls as to who's working enough and who's not working
0: enough? Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, here's
1: what, what dog does she have in this race, you know?
0: Here's another one. Anne Elizabeth Collins. Oh, no relation to me, I guarantee, because what none of my family look at it this way. She needs to get a job. Laura Lee Gonzalez. She was still employed. Uh, did you not read? Is, reading comprehension is key, people. And a lot of y'all really, really are lacking in that area. She was laid off. She was unemployed. I don't see how that's so hard to comprehend.
1: These things happen. I mean, they, they happen to... The best of people that at times that they never expected. I mean, this pandemic's been, pardon the language, this pandemic's been hell on a lot of people.
0: It has. It has. I have seen people that have been working at the same job for 20, 30 years suddenly finding themselves on the unemployment line.
1: Yeah. And there are jobs available. I mean, there's a lot of places looking for people.
0: And at the same time, there's a lot of people looking for a job.
1: Yeah. But... What what you have to keep in mind here, and I've been in this situation, my skills didn't line up with what was available. Even though there was a lot of jobs available, my skills didn't line up with what was available.
0: Exactly. Well, and, and taking into consideration too, uh, one of the things that was pointed out in this article is her three children, their childcare shut down because of corona okay so now you've lost your job you have no babysitter so even if you get a job what are you going to do with the kids
1: spend your entire check on a uh, a babysitter if you can find one
0: exactly And, and people are acting like it's just so easy just to drop everything and run out and grab the first fast food job you find It doesn't work that way for so many people. And most of the people I notice making these comments are ones you can tell probably either never had to work a day in their lives or had somebody there to help them and, you know, kind of pave the way for them, make things easier for them. They don't understand what it's like to have to do it on your own. And that that really bothers me that we've got people like that that are setting up on their nice little pedestal looking down at the rest of us like we're little peasants passing judgment get over you damn self people it's ridiculous
1: i Um, completely agree with that it's i mean it's it's not my place to judge you know what somebody else is going through because i mean they're living that life That's mm -hmm. it's we don't know standing on the outside of somebody else's life what they're going through what they're dealing with what what their options are and this was probably one of those cases and she just happened to hit it lucky and go viral
0: well here here's another comment i i just noticed i didn't notice this one when i was reading this before uh lilith elite e-l-i-e-t yes i spelled your name out so hi lilith if you're listening shouldn't have been a bitch i'm just here for how beautiful <laughs> her girls are i hope she can make better decisions in the future her decisions had nothing to do with what happened to her
1: yeah, she was a victim of of she, company laying off
0: and that Lorelei gonzalez popping up again miss Lorelei. let me go ahead let me let me just pull your friggin profile up since you want to preach so much and you're you you know you're so friggin perfect let's pull your whole profile up here and let everybody see your beautiful face there you go miss laura lee gonzalez from madison alabama she had another remark to make i did not know her gaming job was an issue question mark she should have saved the coin she was still working she has been working so let's see how this works out again miss laura lee honey reading comprehension is key jesus christ these people kill me now the the most ridiculous comment out of all of them i can't uh pull up on the news post itself to show you guys And the reason I can't do that is because that person deleted it after I approached um, their workplace because I knew I was going to end up doing this story and I absolutely wanted an employer's feedback on this. This was from a Charles Um, I'm not exactly sure how to say that. I'm probably butchering it, but it's Charles D-I-L-I-E. L L O, and his simple comment was hooking is not easy during covid now Hmm. he's automatically going to assume this young woman is a hooker and something about that just infuriated me worse than all the rest of it and i noticed on his profile he works at comfort inn um in elizabeth city near university um i believe that's in north carolina let me pull that back up again
1: uh, probably so. Uh, there is Elizabeth City, North Carolina.
0: Yeah, it's Elizabeth City, North Carolina. For some reason, you're going robot on me.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're doing the same. <laughs>
0: uh we're still having to use Discord right now, guys, to record the podcast because we got some awesome mics. We got everything set up, but there's still one more. What was it we needed?
1: Um, a cloud lifter is what I'm planning on getting for it. We're running just to make some- you board not provide enough gain for the mics. Uh, The mics are very good quality mics however they require a lot of gain but once they do have the gain they need they sound great. Unfortunately the preamps in the board that we've got are not very clean so once I boost the gain up high enough we're getting a lot of a lot of background noise and just doesn't sound good at all so I've got a solution for that we're gonna try and hopefully be getting those up and going shortly. And, once and we get, the audio will be much better then.
0: Yes. Once we get those up and going, the audio is going to be better and we'll start being able to um, do the visual side of the podcast. So y'all stay tuned for that.
1: Y'all but, can see my ugly mug. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that's Mr. Charles here. Uh, yes, that is Comfort Inn in Elizabeth City, North Carolina. And it said he was director of operations there and i thought wow okay well i go over there and yes there are pictures of daryl charles there um posing with employees this that and the other and i noticed there was a lot of women that worked there and some women of color so it really made me start to wonder about him so this was what i sent to the comfort inn in elizabeth city north carolina I said, just so you know, I am the host of a podcast, among other things, and I'm going to be be doing a story on the reactions to the news post linked below, and I linked him to the news post about this particular young lady. I said, one of the very tacky and rude comments was from your director of operations, Charles. I'm including a screenshot, and if you go to the comment section of the article and scroll down, you will see your employees comment. I was wondering if you had a statement about this. Does he feel this way about all women or just women of color? Have you had any complaints filed with your company by women who may have had bad experiences with him? And I included a screenshot of what he had said, as well as his profile saying that he worked there. Well, it shows that they read it, but I never got a response from them. Instead, suddenly I got a um, message request from Charles himself. And this was what Charles had to say about the situation. Mandy, thank you for bringing to my attention what was posted on my Facebook account last night by a so-called friend. I did make the mistake of leaving my phone at the restaurant. When I went to the bathroom and did not realize that they used my phone, I know this is no excuse, but I did remove posting and reposted what I do really think of the situation and hope she does well for herself and her kids. No one should be kicked out due to this world issue we're facing. Again, thank you for letting me know, and I do apologize and have learned not to leave my phone around so-called friends and not to stay connected to Facebook all the time. I oh, simply sempre- <laughs> We're getting to that. Control. I simply <clears throat> responded, thanks so much for the reply. I will be sure to include it in the story again. Thanks so much. And I did. I did just what I said I was going to do. Now I didn't say what I wanted to. How many times have we seen somebody that was called out for a god-awful post somewhere online, whether it be Facebook, Twitter, wherever, and it's, Oh, somebody else had my phone.
1: Damage control. That's all it is. You posted what you really thought, then you got your ass called out, And now you're doing damage control. It's simple.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So, Charles, while I do appreciate you responding to me, if you happen to hear this, I have to agree with Michael. I call bullshit. I call bullshit. And I really hope that the women that have to work with you and the women that are guests at that hotel are shielded from you as much as possible. Because... There's no excuse for you automatically thinking that a woman who needs help is a hooker. And furthermore, let me tell you something else, buddy. And this may be an unpopular opinion, but in my opinion, a grown woman who's not being forced to consenting, who wants to make a living with her body, that's her business too. So yeah, zip it, jackass.
1: Mic drop. I'm just so (laughs) sick
0: of some men that think they have the right to tell women. Oh, and that's going to lead me off on another tangent. We didn't even have scheduled, but by God, I'm going to say something about it.
1: Uh Oh, here we go. Here we go.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just in a mood. I'm in a mood. I'm in a mood. I'm in a mood. Mr. Adam asshole McIntyre. And that's what I'm going to call you forever. So just deal with it case y'all don't know who Adam McIntyre is he is a very popular drama commentator on YouTube and he um <laughs> he's one that I'm trying to think of a tactful way to say this I'm just gonna put it the way I would if nobody was listening the way I would if it was just me and Michael talking so y'all are through this podcast y'all gonna get to, get to know the real me and that may be a good or bad thing I'm not sure yet probably Gary. bad but let's let's roll with it he really sucks ethan klein and trisha paytas's asses i mean he's just his nose is so brown yeah in other words he kisses their butts in hope of getting some favoritism or some clout out of them so any lie they choose to throw out about anybody and we all know and we're going to be discussing a little bit about ethan later and trisha But we all know Ethan and Trisha will say and do anything for views. And that actually kind of hurts me to say, to be honest, because I used to be a big fan of both. And they have both become everything I hated. And they probably always were. They just hid it a little better than what they have been. And I got my theories on why they're not hiding it anymore, but we'll get into that later too. But Adam... A lot of y'all may know he, he's got issues with Miranda Sings, Colleen Ballinger. And he had this whole thing. Everybody was upset the other day with Colleen because she posted pictures of her pregnant belly. That's oh, when how it, dare she? And it was, oh, that's insensitive to women who can't have children or who have had miscarriages. Blah, 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 blah. Let me tell you something. I've had a miscarriage. I've had four, as a matter of fact. I see a woman who is pregnant and is happy to be having that baby posting a picture of her pregnant belly. I am happy for her. And here's the thing. Yes, I feel bad for those women who either can't get pregnant or just suffered a miscarriage because I know that pain. But to expect women who can get pregnant to just hide themselves and hide their joy and their happiness is absolute bullshit and it's basically the equivalent of there are people in the world that can't walk and that's a horrible thing but does that mean that everybody that can walk should just never post pictures of themselves standing up again it's the same damn equivalent and another thing who in the hell is adam mcintyre to tell any woman what to do with their bodies How to feel about their pregnancy, because he had something to say about how she feels about her pregnancy, about her miscarriage, every damn thing. Adam, until you can get your little ass knocked up, zip it up. You have no business saying shit. I'm sorry. That's just, that's (laughs) been bothering the hell out of me for days. Uh,
1: Tell us how you really feel.
0: That infuriates me. (laughs) He is taking, and I know there's this whole controversy over, The whole underwear thing and stuff with him and her from before that you know i'm on the fence as far as that goes no she shouldn't have sent him the underwear then again i'm still not sure if she really knew exactly how old he was at the time and i actually think he was like 18 he may have been younger i'm not sure but it was underwear that was from the uh uh, skit Uh, i think it was for the miranda scenes thing it wasn't actually underwear colleen was using or wearing and he had asked for it because he was a fan of the Miranda Sings character, if I remember correctly. So you know, it that's yeah, that's a whole weird situation. But that does not give you the right to comment on her pregnancy or her body. And I am tired of seeing men that think they have that right. No man has that right. I'm sorry. And and <clears throat> <laughs> Until you can, I'm trying to reel myself back in, y'all. I swear I am. But until. (laughs) See, see, this is why I need him. He is my balance. He's, he's what's keeping me from really going on a tangent right now, guys. So y'all thank God for him. Okay. Because I do. This
1: is mild. This is mild.
0: (laughs) Yeah. If uh, we were not recording the things that would be coming out of my mouth, you just. <laughs> but, yeah, that's my feelings on Adam McIntyre. So, how y'all doing?
1: <laughs> just lovely.
0: <laughs> oh, me. Me, 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 <laughs> Alright, guys. We need to take a break here for just a second to uh, pay some bills. So... We'll see y'all back here in just a minute after y'all hear a little bit from our sponsors. Folks, if you really want to support the podcast, there are a number of ways to do that. You're doing run one right now just by listening. That's always, always a great way to support. But if you're looking to take that support, you know, that, that little extra mile, there are a number of ways to do that. And there is a link to give you that number of ways, simply head over to our website, worldscollidepodcast.com and head over to the support tab. There you'll find a whole list of ways to support us, whether it be Patreon, one-time donations, monthly subscriptions, uh, shopping on CM Stars Creations, subbing on YouTube, listening, following, following on Twitter, following on Instagram, or checking out me or Michael on any of our socials or our websites, you will find links for every bit of that. And I assure you, no matter how you choose to show your support for us and the World's Collab podcast, we are ever so grateful. No one form of support is more important than the other. They are all equally important and equally appreciated. So thank you very much. And again, head over to com.
1: All
0: right, guys, we are back. We are back. And we've been sitting here cutting up. He's been, um, you know, chilling me out, reeling me back in.
1: Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Tying her up in the corner.
0: This man, I'm serious, y'all. He must stay tired <laughs> because when I get... I, I get kind of ticked like that about some things quite often and when I really get on a roll it's yeah it's, it's, it's not good.
1: She's got a personalized soapbox that's got neon on it. <laughs> you know whole nine yards chrome. I mean.
0: I intend to get it lined with a little <laughs> bit of gold at some point. Maybe you, maybe you know a few diamonds stuck on there every now and then.
1: <laughs> Just to make it pop.
0: Yeah, Give got, a little bling. Yeah, got to have that bling, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of men that pissed me off.
1: Yeah, this is going to get good. We're going to gonna
0: talk about James Soroka, y'all.
1: Insert hmm. dumpster fire here.
0: Yeah. See, see, Michael wasn't aware of the whole James Soroka situation. I've been kind of following it for a couple of years now. And it actually came to my attention through Repsion on YouTube. I will link his videos on this subject. He he does a much more in-depth um, coverage of this than we're going to. And he does a really good job of it. But James Roca is probably. He makes Onision look like a puppy dog. That's. I don't even know how to describe him other than he's the damn devil. He's garbage. Yes. And, it's up. You know, when I first started following the story of James Soroka, it was a couple of years ago. And um, it was really disturbing to watch. He would actually post these videos online of himself abusing his wife. And um, I'm not going to say her name. For some reason, I just don't feel that's right. I feel she's been exploited enough.
1: Yes, I completely agree with that.
0: But when I showed Michael little snippets of these videos and what he was doing to her very publicly, you could see the anger on his face.
1: I have to be real careful in what I say here, but... I would be more than happy to save the taxpayers a lot of money.
0: I think <laughs> anybody with any decency that saw those videos would agree with you.
1: This this guy needs to be... Something needs to happen to him. Something needs to be done with him. He's. There is no sense whatsoever in any human being treating another human being the way that he treated her.
0: No, it was, it was unbelievably disturbing. And as someone who has been through a similar situation, that's all I'm going to say. It, um, the first time I saw one of the videos of what he was doing, her, I sat and cried because all i kept thinking was i know how alone she feels and how bad she feels and you you have to keep in mind also that this particular woman um she has some mental mental disabilities and um technically has the mind of a child and he had managed to coax her away from her family her family been looking for her for years
1: like three years, I believe.
0: Yeah. And he just kept moving her around, moving her around, moving her around, staying in hotels and scamming people out of money and just all kinds of horrible, horrible crap. And he finally messed up in Oklahoma. Messed up. in And th- what part of what makes me mad about this situation is I know for a fact several people that saw this stuff online were contacting authorities, reporting it, trying to get something done, and nothing was ever done and now we we have this hope that something is about to be done and then we find out what it is and it's like a punch in the gut to me he was actually caught in oklahoma um the couple was walking down past a pawn shop and he was beating her in the face fist to the face multiple times people saw it people called the police um he was arrested he was charged with misdemeanors and for whatever reason keep in mind also I forgot to include this part she is pregnant at this point for whatever reason Oklahoma does not deem beating a pregnant woman in the face as a violent crime it is considered a non violent crime it's a misdemeanor the most he may get out of these charges is up to one year in the county jail and a fine.
1: And that's ridiculous. Now, <clears throat> for those that may not know about this story, um, good, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people out there are not aware of it. Uh, to give you just a little idea, and I'm going to quote some of the quotes that Oklahoma 6 put uh, up uh, by the way it's ninety three degrees there now it feels like one hundred and two degrees
0: <laughs> um, glad I'm not there
1: yeah it's seventy seven here so yeah I'll take it yep. but um um some of the quotes that uh, they pulled from his videos quote you're going to do better you uh, excuse me quote you're going to do better be better or you're going to fuck off um Quote, you're going to get kicked out. I'm going to call the police and tell and let them know I'm abusing you. Quote, stop looking at me. I don't want your looks. I don't want you watching my screen. I genuinely want to block you. Quote, I hit a woman. So forgiveness is kind of a necessity. That one really got me. Um, Quote, you let me talk. You be quiet and pretend like I abuse you because you think you won right now. And last but not least, quote, you're choosing to be a victim, so go be a victim. And this is the way he's treating her in these videos.
0: Oh, and and that's some of the calm stuff. Um, (coughs) One of the videos I watched, he was teaching her and his audience about what women are on this earth for. And supposedly we are here to do nothing but fuck over men. That's it. That's all we're here for. That's all we're worth. And in another video, if I'm not going to swear to this, but if I remember correctly, in one of his old videos, he even made the statement that women were only good for what was between their legs. Hmm. So this guy's a real piece of work. And at one point, um, I can't remember which state it was in, but it was in one of the, uh, it wasn't in Oklahoma, if I remember correctly. It was in one of the other states. He had moved her to. He uh, befriended a man that had a little bit of money. This man also had a a diminished mental capacity. He managed to um, basically imprison this man for weeks. Had this man as brainwashed as he did his wife and drained this man of every penny he had and then threw him out. He was taking his wife's food and that man's food and was sitting to eat in front of them and not allow them to eat. He just ate. This SOB is a piece of work. And to find out that he's finally arrested, I'm thinking hot damn finally. And then to find out it's a misdemeanor?
1: Yeah. That's rather rather disappointing.
0: Well in what reality is punching anyone not let's say not even your pregnant wife just anybody in what reality is punching anybody in the face non-violent i don't understand that and i will put up a little piece somewhere right in here of what the police in oklahoma had to say you know that that whole situation and you guys can hear it for yourselves and like i said i'll also link Repsion's videos below.
1: Looking at me. I don't want your looks. I don't want you watching my screen. I hit a woman. So, so it's kind of like forgiveness is a necessity.
0: These are just a few of the many videos all over the internet that Rogers County deputies call absolutely disturbing. Don't
1: let me talk. You be quiet and then pretend like I've abused you because you think you won right now and you're choosing to be a victim. So go be a victim. When you see the mental and emotional abuse that he has. It, you know he's exposed her to in the whole way he's just been digging his hooks into her deeper and you know brainwashing her as a prosecutor it's hard when you see what we consider to be violent crimes that are classified nonviolent, and domestic abuse on a pregnant woman is a perfect example of that
0: um it, it's just michael you know what it reminded me of what's that do you remember what I was told in this good old state of Tennessee about my ex? Oh, yeah. I was told in the state of Tennessee, um, I had left my ex. He had come back a few nights later, broken into my apartment, held a box cutter to my throat, and raped me. I went for a restraining order. And the judge who overheard the hearing for the restraining order read off you know because when you go to get one of those you have to write down all of your reasons for feeling that you are in danger from this person why you need this order to protect you and so the judge judge was reading all that off and he got to that part where i mentioned that and he proceeded to look at my ex and said son you know if you had married her you'd have some protection against these rape charges because you can't rape your wife <laughs> That's kind of what this put me in mind of. That punching her in the face is nonviolent.
1: Yeah, and on top of that, I mean, you would think that there would be something that could be done about the 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 mental abuse.
0: That um, yes. <laughs> because
1: and the deputies pointed out that when they got there that he would not speak with them and the victim kept asking soroka or however the hell you pronounce his name
0: yeah soroka
1: the victim kept asking him for permission to talk
0: yeah because she's that scared she thinks that she's not supposed to talk without his permission and i remember being that way too um, deputies
1: noted that she showed signs of battered battered women's syndrome said so this a, and this is a quote um uh, it's a textbook example of it she's afraid of talking to the outside world she has no control over finances she has no control over what she can do or where she can go according to deputy dorsey
0: and and that's very true um i was the same way with my ex for a while it was i was terrified to speak for fear i would say something that would upset him and there were times when people around us called the police and when the police got there i either would not talk or i would just repeat what he had told me to say and to be honest looking back on that now I'm ashamed of myself for ever letting any man do me that way. But in all reality, nobody in that situation should feel shame. You put your love and your trust in someone that abused it. Exactly.
1: It's It's not your fault.
0: No, it's not. And our system, part of the reason for me even bringing up my ex and what I went through is to point out how broken our system is when it comes to domestic violence. My ex is told, if you married her, you'd have protection against rape. What? This woman is beat in the face and it's considered nonviolent. And so many people wonder why women don't leave, why they don't get out sooner. Michael can attest to this. How long ago has it been that I finally left my, left my ex over 20 years? It's been a while. And does he not still harass me and stalk me?
1: Still issues.
0: And yet, a restraining order is not worth the paper it's written on. So the next time y'all want to pass judgment on a woman in this situation for not leaving, take it from me. There's not as much help out there for them as you think there is so if you live like here where we live we have a wonderful group of people that work with women like that we have a shelter for them a place where they can go and be safe so if you live somewhere that has something like that help them out donate to them donate clothes Uh, we donate all of our granddaughters old stuff You know, I'm not saying old, but stuff that she's outgrown to that shelter, because very often these women, they don't get to take anything out of there with them. Just if they get a chance to run, they have to take whatever's on their back, grab their child and go. So a lot of times there's babies in these places, kids in these places that need things. These women need clothes. And sometimes I donate makeup to it. And a lot of people have asked me, well, why would you donate makeup to a better women's shelter? because very often women in that position are not allowed to wear makeup or to do their hair or to feel feminine or to feel pretty and coming out of that the first time you get to do that
1: it's it's, empowering
0: yes it's such a confidence booster and it it you start to think okay maybe i am worth more than he told me maybe i can go out and get a job and have a life and do something so yes i donate makeup but even if you don't want to do that i mean you could donate clothes money um a lot of times they need like um shampoos and deodorants and you know just the normal basic stuff a lot of us take for granted so if you know of a shelter near you please 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 help them okay because a lot of these women are never going to make it out without a place like that. And a lot of times, some of them that do, because they don't have a place to go, end up having to go right back to their abuser, or he tracks them down and does something worse to them than what he's done before. So y'all just keep that in mind before you pass judgment, okay? Mmm, okay. Okay. I didn't expect to let that little segment get to me the way it did.
1: Yep. That's why I was giving you the reel it back in.
0: I know. <laughs> I know. Okay. Let's move on to something. Just,
1: I, I, before we, before we move on, I I would like, and I know there's probably zero chance that he would ever see this, but it's just an open if, invitation for Mr. Soroka. I'd love for you to come and talk to me that way just gonna put that out there
0: i think a lot of men would any real man he is not a real man any man that does that is not a man and honestly doesn't deserve to be okay let's talk about something that just makes me mad again (laughs) all right something that don't get me emotional Let's talk about Trisha Paytas. Ooh, yeah.
1: Speaking of dumpster fires.
0: Yeah, the biggest dumpster fire on the internet. Let's just, let's go
1: with it. All right.
0: First off.
1: I wanted to like her so much the first couple times.
0: I I seen did. anything from her. Well, if you'll remember, I adored this woman. And I felt so bad for her because people were always going at her. And I thought, okay. She's done some bad stuff, but she's trying to change. Let people change. You know me. I've always said, give people a second chance. But Trisha has had how many chances and just keeps getting worse. (laughs) And on top of it, she won't give other people that same courtesy. She wants to drag up everybody else's past, even if they have changed and went on and done great things for the people around them she still wants to bring up their past try to cancel them just to build herself up and I'm sorry Trisha but that's a shit person and recently she's she's back after a few folks but let's start with the first one um what what was his name again Michael the guy on TikTok she went after
1: um 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 um, um. If you hadn't asked me, I could have told you.
0: I am not love. She is that what he went back, went by on TikTok?
1: Uh, I think it's something like that.
0: I'm not love. I'm not she love. I'm not she love. not she love. Yeah, that's it. That's it.
1: That's it. There's a a little plug for him if he needs it.
0: Yeah. Um, this guy, okay, don't get me wrong. I could tell just by looking at this guy's Twitter, he is incredibly arrogant. Um, he thinks a
1: lot of himself
0: yeah he he does and he's probably not the best person in the world but I don't know that I don't know him but however that does not mean he's a pedophile and he had posted on his TikTok um, I think it was about five six days ago something like that Um, Trisha and her little band of psychotic sheep have managed to get him removed from TikTok. <laughs>
1: Man, I'm psychotic Jeez. I'm sorry, but it. that's
0: what they are. And they've managed to get him removed from TikTok. So that TikTok is no longer available, but I was smart enough when I first seen the crap she was pulling, I recorded it all. So I will post all of that here. Whoever this musty little sore rat is needs to be off TikTok and in jail. It's not a joke. It can't be a joke. And your apartment needs to be searched. Um,
1: I'm still stuck on the psychotic sheep. I, I'm, I'm just hearing Trisha and her merry band of psychotic sheep
0: were making their
1: way across the Shire.
0: Oh, <laughs> my God. No, <laughs> no. Okay,
1: now that I got that out of my system.
0: Ah. Uh. <laughs> But basically what had happened was, um, this guy put up a video. It was supposed to, uh, well, a TikTok. It was supposed to basically be about how hard it is for guys nowadays to find a woman. And he's got this rose and he tries to present it to one girl. And she says, no, I'm a lesbian. So he pulls the rose back and kind of jumps back. Then he tries to present it to another girl. And she says, I'm 13. And he really jumps back and pulls the rose back. Well, Trisha decides that that's wrong and he's a pedophile whoever the slimy little sewer rat is needs to be in jail it's not a joke it can't be a joke and you you need to be off tiktok and your apartment needs to be searched trisha you're reaching again just to stir your little psychotic sheep up She knows that by calling a man a pedophile, and that's basically what she's trying to do right here, she's going to get all her little sheeples stirred the hell up, and they're going to go out and try to spread the little psychosis everywhere and make this man's life hell. And that's exactly what they've done. And it's like a trend with Trisha. It's like she's trying to purposely turn the entire internet into one big ball of pedophiles and don't get me wrong there are pedophiles everywhere
1: but you're diluting the term
0: exactly and that is my issue with it every time you make these petty childish claims you are taking the power out of that word and taking the attention away from legitimate victims and yet so many of her little sheep want to act like she's some goddess for doing this. No, she's not. She's part of the goddamn problem, y'all. Absolutely. She ooh.
1: <laughs> Just to, uh, <laughs> this is pretty funny. I actually had, uh, Keem's Twitter pulled up here. Oh, we're going to get into notice. the
0: stuff with her and Keemstar, too, y'all. Just, just hold on yeah. to that.
1: Happen, happen to notice something talking about the uh, the the pedo thing, um, Paul B, which has a Twitter handle of at paul b five six nine zero seven five zero eight sounds like a legit you know. Oh yeah, uh, <sighs>
0: yeah. I actually anyway. responded to him on that thread.
1: Yeah, it says uh, it, it, Paul was replying to Keemstar with "Let's get hashtag pedo Keem trending." Forty year olds dating twenty year olds are not something we can let slide. Keem, being Keem,
0: mm-hmm.
1: retweeted this with hashtag pedo Keem. I'll help you since the internet has nothing else going on.
0: And, and <laughs> you know, part of me, you know, I don't blame Keem for snapping back like that. But at the same time, when he does it, that's diluting it too.
1: That's true. That's true.
0: And in in case you guys don't know what's going on, I'm sure most of you know who Kim Starr is. Um, Trisha, well, a couple of weeks ago, Kim and his longtime girlfriend, the mother of his child, they separated. They split. He has recently started dating a beautiful 20-year-old girl. And, you know, Kim is, what, 39, 40, somewhere in there. The internet is losing their damn minds over two consenting adults that are of age.
1: I believe losing their shit is the correct term.
0: Yeah. Hooking <laughs> up. Okay. you The same people that are, you know, having this fit and that, oh, clutch my pearls, he's taking advantage of her. Are the same people that will yell that at 18 years old, a girl should be able to come create an OnlyFans and do porn. That it's her choice. Well, then, okay, why is it not a 20-year-old girl's choice if she dates a 40-year-old man? Why is it that at 18, they're of sound enough mind to do anything and everything on the internet, but at 20, they're not of sound enough mind to pick who they want to date? You people are messed up in the head. It's either that a young woman and that's what this she is at 18 can do what she wants with her body and has her own mind or that at 20 she doesn't have her own mind and can't do what she wants but it can't be both so which is it people you know pick one uh should we draw short straw here it it, (laughs) It's absolutely ridiculous, and of course, Trisha Paytas had to open her dirty, filthy little mouth about it, and it had to be, you know, oh, he's a pedophile, oh, God, he's taking advantage, he's ruining her, he's doing this, he's doing that. All right, number one, Trisha, you were the one that just, it was either last year or the year before, was all up on Keemstar's thing about uh, how bad you wanted to ride his hmm <laughs> and all this stuff, is it that you're jealous, sweetheart? Could that be what it is? Because that would be kind of be my thoughts. You might be a little bit jealous because you're no longer the hot young thing. She is. Or is it just that you want to stir crap for more views? You've done proven you will stab anybody and everybody in the back for views. You have said yourself that you are a troll, that you say stuff that isn't true for views
1: think we have a winner what do we have for johnny
0: exactly and she thinks we're all (laughs) too stupid to realize this no your psychotic little sheep may not be able to think unless you tell them to but the rest of us can sweetheart
1: it's merry band of psychotic little sheep.
0: yeah (laughs) maybe that should be my next book but Uh. you know of course keem's clapping back at her and I don't blame him. But you see so many people on Kim Star's post. Just going at him for dating a 20 year old girl. People let me tell you something. At 20 years old. I was dating an older guy. Alright. I knew exactly what I was doing. I wasn't stupid. He wasn't that much older. But yeah he was older. And. It's this girl's right if she wants to date an older man. Fine, and guess what? When a woman does it, do you hear her getting called a pedophile? No, she gets cheered on and called a cougar. I'm yep. sorry, but double standard, much, folks.
1: I mean, the, the way I see it, you know, I'm—I <clears throat> don't know it all. Never claimed to you know i'm not necessarily the one to set a proper moral compass i guess you would say but if you have two consenting adults that are happy together then what's the problem
0: exactly and and
1: And consenting adults is the key words here i mean 20 years old is two years past what's considered an adult it's
0: and here's another part of my problem with it michael By keeping on with this, oh, she's 20, he's victimizing her. You're trying to make all women victims over every damn thing, y'all. And I'm sorry, but my mama, my grandmama, my great-grandmama fought too damn hard for us to have rights for us to lay down and act like little victims over every little thing now. Ladies, grow a pair of balls. Jesus.
1: Lady balls.
0: Yes. I mean, (laughs) yes, there are legitimate victims such as James Soroka's wife, such as the victims of Harvey Weinstein, things like that. But, okay, for example, and I don't mean to bring this up again, but like what the judge said to my ex, we have gone from that because that was several years ago. We have gone from that and people not believe in women at all to now a woman can make a claim with no proof, no nothing.
1: And it's gospel.
0: And it's automatically throw this man under the jail, ruin his life. He's done. And how many times have it has everybody jumped on that bandwagon just to find out the woman was lying? Uh, Johnny, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. Perfect example of this. And again, hashtag pedo king. Again, you are watering down the term. You are taking away its power and taking away attention from legitimate victims and legitimate predators. You people are not being warriors and fighting the good fight like you think you are. You are actually hurting it
1: taking the attention away from the people that really need that really need it.
0: yes and, and this whole thing if i don't like a man i could just accuse him of being a pedophile it's fine that mentality is bullshit because guess what i don't particularly like keeping my dang self there's a lot of people i don't like but i'm not going to accuse them of one of the worst crimes in the world just because i don't like them and think it's okay because it's not i i cannot understand that mentality of being okay with falsely accusing somebody or knowing and i'm I'm sorry but people like trisha they've got to know that when they do this they are taking that attention away from the people who really need it they know that's what they're doing and they don't care anything for views anything for clout anything to be able to have her little sheep bow and kiss her ass and i hate to say it but tana mojo of all people on the internet that i thought would have the courage to call trisha out I thought it would be Tana. Nope. Nope. Evidently, Tana kisses Trisha's ass too. Because they did Tana's podcast together the other day. Um, She calls it canceled. Okay. And she had Trisha on. And I remember Trisha was sitting there going, I don't understand why people don't think I don't like you um how many clips are on the internet take it straight from trisha's videos of trisha talking about how much she hates tana calling tana a whore um calling tana trash she's posted such things on her instagram and her twitter and the list goes on and on and on and yet tana sits there and went along with this crap So, Tana, I guess you lost your balls, too. Disappointing as hell. Because somebody, somebody really needs to be, mm, how do I put this? More people need to legitimately and bigger, you know, much bigger folks than us, need to be calling Trisha out. Trisha and Ethan Klein both something needs to be done and keemstar i'm disappointed with him right now we'll just go ahead and get that out of the way because he had posted something that made very good points the other day and i did not record it and i should have but i i thought he would be one that would you know again have the courage to do this but he took it down but he was directly calling out youtube and miss susan at youtube and You know there's been this whole thing between keem trisha and ethan for a few years now and (laughs) ethan and trisha have went at keem shane dawson jeffree star look at their podcast look at frenemies or even just the h3 podcast they're constantly going after these people they are bullying people over and over and over and over and over which directly violates youtube's guidelines but instead of youtube and susan doing anything about it they go after keem when he makes responses or when he says anything keem posted on his twitter the other day uh, a video discussing this and talking about how he how he has the emails That was sent to him by YouTube and Susan, threatening him with losing his channel if he made one more video about Ethan. Yet, Ethan can make videos with a Keemstar puppet pretending to have intercourse with it. We all know the multiple videos and harassment he has endured from Ethan and Trisha, just like multiple other people have endured from them. and yet nothing is being done to them and so many people want to feel bad for ethan right now for the way trisha has done him i want to feel bad but then again i can't because you participated ethan in the crap she was doing other people and now she's done it to you you should have seen it coming
1: came full circle there
0: yes it did and anybody that's watched Trisha or knows anything about Trisha, we knew it was going that way. We knew it was coming. But I'm.
1: And, and, and just for the record, uh, still digging through some tweets here. Keem has invited Trisha on Drama Alert for an interview.
0: Yes, I meant to tell you about that. I <laughs> forgot all about that. Yes, he's he's actually uh if you go through some of his tweets somebody had messaged him and said you should just start a podcast yeah you should start a podcast with trisha and call it frenemies he said at this point i might <laughs> keem yeah darling i'm not your biggest <laughs> fan ma'am, but please don't cross over to that please and i know a lot of people are gonna go well do you know about keem's past yes i know and that's part of the reason I say I'm not one of his biggest fans. I know. Just when
1: when it, something's bullshit, we'll call bullshit. Exactly. You know, regardless of who it's against.
0: I mean, I can hate somebody. And if I see them getting accused of stuff that's not true, I'm going to stand up and say something. And, and don't get me wrong. Even though I still keep Kim's past, in my mind, I haven't forgotten it. In some ways, some days I see him changing for the better. And then the next day it's like, oh, no, never mind. False alarm. But (laughs) I'm willing to try to watch him and see how it plays out. But at the same time, it's like I said, it well, like Michael just said, if it's bullshit, we're going to call bullshit. And if it's somebody that we like, somebody that we actually like, that does some bullshit. We're still going to call them on their bullshit. So that's just the way it is. But I, I think Keem would be slitting his own throat if he gets mixed up with Trisha. Anybody get mixed up with Trisha is, as Michael has said, asking for it. What What exactly do you think she would end up doing, Michael?
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs> To be perfectly honest when it comes to her i would be afraid to guess Mm -hmm. because she is she will surprise you at every turn (laughs) with something out of left field that you didn't really see coming
0: she she is the definition of that old saying you know with friends like that you don't need enemies
1: you do not need enemies yes
0: yeah that that woman is terrifying
1: yeah and she, she has, one thing that I will definitely give her, she has passive-aggressive down to a science.
0: Oh, yeah, that, and, and, and in a smug way, too.
1: And the ability to twist and turn any and every situation. So, uh, I, yeah, I would be scared to be in the same room with her, just, well, <laughs> just to be perfectly honest.
0: I, and the only reason she's able to do the stuff she's able to do is because YouTube keeps giving her that slack and allowing her to do it but how many other people will they take down in a heartbeat so what is it that Ethan and Trisha have either on Susan on YouTube itself or is it just the fact they bring money to the platform what is it I want somebody at YouTube to answer that for me and guys any of you that are listening if you have a platform whether it be big or small do us a favor, join us and others in calling out YouTube on this crap. Because right now this platform is it's not a level playing field at all. If one of us was to do the types of stuff that Ethan and Trisha have done, our channels would be gone. But yet they get to continue to do it to monetize the crap half the time. And something needs to be done to make YouTube (sighs) enforce their rules equally and fairly. So, okay, it's either going to be we can't participate in that kind of stuff and nobody gets to. Or we can and everybody gets to. There shouldn't be you know one set of standards for this creator and another for another i don't know maybe i'm looking at it through you know some sort of fairy tale glasses or something but that's just the way i feel about it so what what do you think about this subject michael where where do you weigh in on this
1: well i mean i completely agree that any any and every platform and anyone with a voice which is everybody um should should reach out and let the platforms know where they stand on things. I mean, because as, as long as they're allowed to run rampant they're they're going to do it, when, you know, whatever brings the money in, hey, um, hey, there's, man. there's no checks and balances there, but if yeah. we keep them in check, uh, and let them know, you know, this is unacceptable, you know, but if, if enough people speak, I mean, they can't ignore it. Uh, and, there there needs to be standards
0: I mean, you know starting petty drama is one thing but what Ethan and Trisha were doing could completely ruin lives and possibly land people in prison
1: yes that's way too far
0: and YouTube and Susan have watched this and allowed it to go on and have not done anything yet Um, just when Trisha started her crap over Shane, how fast did they remove Shane Dawson's monetization? James Charles, if I remember correctly, they removed his for a while. Um, multiple others. And okay, that's fine. But be fair and equal about it. I mean, for God's sake, Trisha wants everybody for to forget this too. Her and Ethan both do, I'm sure. But Traver Moran... Um, She used to be known as Trevor Moran. She is trans. Um, I happen to really like Trevi, just to be honest. But years ago, Trevi did a video with Shane and Trisha. And a lot of people wanted to point out that video as a way to say that Shane was a predator. However, if you watched that video, Trisha was sitting there um making a lot of sexual statements to trevy who was at the time i believe only 16 years old wow yeah trisha do you think we all forgot about that sweetheart no i got a memory like an elephant when it comes to bullshit
1: i was like the pot calling the kettle black there but that's just me
0: well and you brought up something earlier i've forgotten about too you know she's wanting to yell that keem with a 20 year old oh god oh god oh god the world's gonna end She did a video on her OnlyFans having sex with a 23-year-old backup dancer.
1: Imagine that.
0: And she's quite a bit older than this dancer. So, Trisha, sweethearts. Hypocritical (laughs) much?
1: The definition of.
0: And she's doing this stuff. Ethan was going along with it. He's still doing some really shady crap. And YouTube... And the CEO, Susan, are letting them get away with it. The only way it's going to be stopped and people like them be stopped is if more people start raising their voices and using their platforms and using their voices to call this out as often as possible. That's that's the only way I see it's ever going to stop.
1: Yep. I completely
0: agree with that guys i'm tired of talking about bad crap <laughs> this whole podcast has been just a, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah
1: we said last time we needed to get some more positive stuff we need to really work on that on the next one you know y'all help us so work much- on
0: that send us yeah. some positive stuff
1: yeah, drop drop us something you want us to talk about, you know.
0: Please, some happy stuff, some good <laughs> stuff where some people are out really doing great things and, and helping the world. I just, oh my, please, y'all, please, please, please. I can share a little positivity right now. I think we've talked about him on here before, Charlie Rocket. Yep. Charlie. Mm, Charlie, darling, I love you. Um, I've gotten to know Charlie a little bit and he is an incredible person and not long ago, they came across this homeless guy. And if you know anything about Charlie, him and his team have this habit of just going out on the streets and seeing if they could find somebody to help that day. And they came across this guy and I remember I saw when he posted the video, I was like, oh my God, I know that guy because I kind of followed this guy's story. Uh, he had been in prison at one point in time, and he's an incredibly talented artist. Oh my god, this guy's art! I'll see if I can uh pull some of it like from Charlie's Instagram and stuff, and you know, po- post a few things right around in here somewhere. I'll tie it you all in together. And post. Yeah, that's true. Who Charlie's or um what's his name ain't it richard yeah richard i don't know why i always forget his name so easily let's see here if you
1: are watching watching the video on him, it's it's in the video at the end of the video they are, it up you, in the video wait
0: a minute are you talking about the video that uh darman did on him yes okay I was that, getting that, to that website
1: is still alive
0: i was getting to that um
1: I've jumped the gun twice on you tonight.
0: Yes, you have. But hold on. (laughs) I need to tell the rest of the story leading up to it. But what had happened is when he got out of prison, um, Richard had a lady that really believed in him and his artwork, and she had gotten him set up with an art studio, a place to live, and he was doing good. He was thriving. And then there was a fire. He lost his studio, his home. Everything's gone. So that's how he ended up out on the streets that day when Charlie and them came across him and Charlie, he started telling Charlie his story and Charlie looked him up on the internet real quick and and found out it was all true. And, um, so Charlie and them, if I remember correctly, they gave him some money and they went back to check on him and they were trying to find ways to raise money for him, raise awareness, trying to get him home. And Charlie ends up deciding, you know, I can't leave him out here on the streets charlie took him home with him that's how big a heart charlie rocket has and before you know it charlie and his team once they got set to work they raised a ton of money for richard he is selling his art he's gonna have a home he's got everything going for him again and the first thing This is going to be a little bit of a cry, but it's a good cry this time, (laughs) y'all. One of the first things Richard said he wanted to do was go back to those streets and help the ones who were still there. And oh God, that just, mm, that's, that's happy tears because we (laughs) need people like that in this world. And um, if you are on Facebook much, I'm sure you've probably seen the Darman videos and uh, Darman heard about Charlie and Richard and he made a video based on them and I will try to l- link that below as well. So y'all I'm hey. telling you if you have not discovered Charlie yet you need to and I will include those links too.
1: Yeah, he's he's an awesome guy. I can't say enough good about him. Uh to give a little little more insight on the story, uh, I just pulled up a an article uh, done by CNN mm-hmm. on uh, on Richard Hud, uh, Hutchins. Yep. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, good. Yeah, pronunciation is not wanting to work right now. But uh, <clears throat> while he was in in prison, he says he spent his days painting portraits on envelopes. And it's my understanding, uh, from another article I read, that. Uh, some of those envelopes are on display.
0: Do you remember where he got his paints from while he was in prison?
1: Yes, that's what I was getting ready to cover.
0: Yeah. This is awesome, guys. Listen.
1: He he got his paints by experimenting on what was available to him. Um, one thing I saw in another article said coffee was mm-hmm. one. Uh, toothpaste, Kool-Aid, the colored dye coating of Skittles and M&M's. And yep. made a paintbrush from hairs from his beard.
0: Hmm. Now let so me that's tell y'all something.
1: Resourcefulness. And that's it was not- during. It was during that time, from from what this the way this article reads. Um, I guess while he was in prison is when his studio was lost to a fire. So once he was released, he had nothing.
0: I thought it was while he was in there, but I may have been getting it confused.
1: Yeah, while he while he was in there, when he got out, excuse me. Yeah, it it says here by the time he was released, Hutchins had lost his studio to a fire and he became homeless.
0: Mm. Uh, Like like Michael said, that is resourcefulness, but it's more than that. It is um, that's true passion. That is true passion for a skill for what you know you were born to do and for a dream more people need that kind of passion i don't know mate one of my family members i'm not going to say who used to tell me as a kid i was a flighty dreamer and that because that i would never amount to anything I'm going to tell y'all like I used to tell that relative. The world needs all the flighty damn dreamers it can get. So if you're a dreamer, don't let anybody stop you. No matter where you're at, what is going on, find ways to chase that dream. Richard should be a great example of that i don't know may like i said maybe i'm looking at it through dreamers eyes i don't know
1: no he's definitely got one painting i would love to have which one the name of it is acid head it's uh jimmy hendrix inspired
0: oh
1: i've always been a big fan of jimmy I, i would love to have one of those
0: I'm I'm just sitting here looking at Charlie's pictures and just, just grinning like, you know, the cat that ate the canary, you know, it, because you, you guys, Michael will tell y'all at one point I had given up on myself, on life, on this world. And I mean, I, when I say I given up, I given up. I tried to, uh, let's just say I tried to not be part of this world anymore. Michael's one of the ones that helped me realize there was a lot of reasons to still be here. And then finding people like Charlie and like some of the people that have become a part of our little community, Darth, Grid, you know, all these people make me glad I'm still here and give me some more hope for the world so by all means if y'all have not checked out Charlie if you have not checked out Richard check these people out and Michael I don't know if you need this or not but there's talk of a possible TV show based around Charlie and his team and the works that they do. Hmm. And Whoopi Goldberg invited them to the Tribeca Film Festival. Nice. So, yeah. And, um, oh, when I saw that, I ain't even gonna lie, that was another time I cried. Just because <laughs> I, I've been watching Charlie on this journey. And like I said, I've gotten to know him a little bit. And I know the heart he has. So, it just made me feel so good to see that kind of good happening for him. And I know that by people like Whoopi Goldberg getting involved, uh, Oprah Winfrey even got involved with Richard's situation. She reached out to Richard. She bought paintings from him. Mm -hmm. People like that getting involved is only going to help build this movement that charlie has started even more it's going to make it bigger and bigger and the bigger it gets the more people they're going to help and touch and those people are going to remember that and they're going to turn around and do that for somebody else and it's just this gigantic positive chain reaction that i want to see go everywhere so, yeah, I may sound silly and corny and y'all can call me whatever you want, but that's the way I see it. And that's the way I feel about it. And that's the way I'm going to continue to feel about it. <laughs> so, now one other very good thing I wanted to talk about today. Eh, if you're not a gamer, you're probably not going to be really interested in this. I don't know. But as a lot of y'all know, me and Michael got started doing stuff online through gaming. Um, Well,
1: we're gamer nerds.
0: Yeah, we're gamer nerds. What's wrong with that? We we (laughs) wear that flag proudly. We will fly it high. But one of my favorite games, and it's one that I don't think gets enough attention. So that's part of why I wanted to bring it up. Animalica it has finally gone into beta now this is a a game that is being developed by a very small team Um, and it's a wonderful game you basically the premise of the game is there was this evil mad scientist type asshole (laughs) Uh, dr. moore's go figure it's not exactly like our last name but very close unfortunately um, he, um, did some very bad stuff that pretty much wiped out a lot of the earth and you kind hate it when that happens. Oh yeah. it just, you know, it happens every couple of weeks, you know, whatever. <laughs> but, um, you play a, a character named Scarlet and you are a scientist who is also infected, but you don't look infected. You're, you're still fine for the most part. And you are going around the world trying to rescue what animals are left in the world and cure them so that what humans are left can try to start rebuilding the world. And the graphics, you know, it's beautiful. The game, you've seen it, Michael. Is it not freaking gorgeous?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: And You know, for an animal lover like me that wishes that in real life I could hoard every animal in the world but can't. True story. Yeah. Tries. (laughs) I try, but, you know. (laughs) But this game is perfect for people like that because that's the whole point of the game is to hoard these animals and cure them. And breed them and make more. So, (laughs) hello. But, of course, you do have... um, the mutants that came out of the Doctor's Table experiments that you have to get past, you have to kill. And it has um, three modes. You've got normal mode, and then you've got, they call it peaceful, but it's not completely peaceful. In peaceful, you just don't have the mutants and the monsters. However, you do still have wild animals that will attack, and you have to contend with that. And of course, you know, normal survival, food, water, that type of stuff and then they have the creative mode um i have been playing it um i've been playing the peaceful mode for a couple of years and just kind of dabbled a little bit with the normal mode but decided to finally break down and do a whole series on the normal mode y'all can check that out over my channel but um whatever mode you choose to play it is so much fun uh you can build some absolutely beautiful settlements and towns and i just i have a blast with it and i was so happy it's gone into beta and it seems like um support for the game has really been picking up so that made me happy as well and one of the things the devs recently did with this new beta that i thought was so cool they asked players uh, you know fans of the game to um send in pictures of their pets so a lot of them did and they have discreetly placed these pictures throughout the world like you'll go in one building and all of a sudden look up and there there's a picture of somebody's cat there on the wall you know stuff like that i think that is so cool it's so cute and it's to me that shows the devs actually care about their players If that makes sense. They care about their players and their community. And that was their way of showing their appreciation. And I thought that was really great. So um, I will include a link to Animalica on Steam. So you guys can go grab that up if you want. And I'm thinking maybe we might do a giveaway on it um, sometime either here on the podcast or over on my channel. So just stay tuned for that. Uh, Michael, is there anything else we needed to cover or are we done ranting for the night?
1: I think that pretty well covered it. Um <clears throat> yeah, I think we touched all the topics we wanted to, plus some. Uh,
0: oh no, there were several more I still wanted to go, but I know we <laughs> yeah. you know, this can't be like a four hour long podcast, so
1: Oh yeah, you can do this all night. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just,
0: I gotta reel it in. Reel it in. <laughs> all right guys then i guess we are done for now and like i said we're gonna try to get more regular but we're not gonna make promises on anything just yet um by all means go check out that patreon video once we get it up and get the link to it it'll kind of explain to you what we're looking at doing and the ways we're looking at having um more time and the resources to get everything on a better schedule and be able to do things a certain way so if y'all get time go check that out for right now we're out of here thank y'all for hanging out
1: thanks everybody
0: later guys